Dysfunctional Family, episode 38. Wow. We OGs now. First and only take. Boom. All right, you don't have a back song, so just get into it. I don't have a back song. I wanted to sing something, though, that I've done before, but it was, you won't let me. So then let's just start talking to them. All right, so just start talking to them, whatever. We back. This is part two of Common Conflicts. Um, We are... On a mission this year, for those who didn't see our last episode, we're on a mission this year to really be more solutions oriented with our content, to respond to relationship problems with some of what we believe are best practices in our 19 years of dating experience and our soon to be nine years of marital experience. I know we got people out there that's OGs with way more experience than us, but we're not saying we got it perfect. We're not saying we got it down packed, but we are saying that for those who are newly married or thinking about marriage seriously, we want to be a resource to you with our experience. So yeah. we are in a series, three parts, maybe four. It might go longer than that. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see. But we are talking about what are the most common conflicts in relationships? The most common arguments that people have, the most common disagreements in marriages. Um, Last episode, we talked about money and we talked about sex. Um, In this episode, we're talking about children. I was actually surprised to find that children was on the list of the most common root causes for disagreements. Yeah, that sounds like something that's like post-divorce, like you fight about what to do with the kids. But for it to be a common conflict before, like while y'all were still together... Not to say, first of all, I don't want to sound holier than thou. Not to say we've never disagreed about oh, no, we have. We something have. connected to the kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just for it to be like top three yeah, things nuts. <laughs> that people, you know, disagree about. It just, I guess it just hit me off guard. Um, but yeah, recently, Amanda, I, I need, I need listen, I matter of fact, I actually need my, I need what our I community to really help step up and help me out. What I do? Amanda, for the last few months, has been having what? ridiculous baby fever. He gave me fever. Now, we have children. We have two, seven and six years old, okay? Amanda, every time we get around a child, she's looking at me with the eyes like, one more. You know what I'm saying? Like, And it got me like, like I'm scared to go to kids' parties and everything because I'm like, listen, as a man, I'm on my tip. Like, listen, for me, I think provision is like one of it's like a priority. That's just part of how I was raised. It's part of like my value system. It's like a priority for me. So when you add another person into the, when you add another person into our vision, it's hard for me to be a pro. You feel me? <laughs> 
because they eat at they eat at the income. You know what I'm saying? So I know there's a lot more to parenting than that. But anyways, but just get it into this idea of of children um, being a source of conflict for couples. Recently, man has been having ridiculous baby fever, yo, and it's just having been having me think about, you know, what what is our experience? You know what I'm saying? And in parenting and, and why does parenting serve as a source of contention for a lot of couples? One of the things that we reiterated, I mean, that we mentioned last week that I want to reiterate is the idea that most of these issues, the common ingredient is miscommunication. Yep. Most disagreements, common ingredient, the common thread you'll find is miscommunication. And I think that when it comes to children, the possibility of why children could be a a point of contention and frustration for couples is, for one, I think how we were raised informs how we want to raise. Absolutely. So whether that means we were traumatically impacted by something, so we like go the opposite end of that spectrum to make sure we don't do that for our kids. And for our partner, it might be too much. It's like, you're going it's too hard. It's not even that serious. <laughs> right. It's not even that deep. Um, but I just think that we we come in with so many different value systems. We come from different cultures. We brought this up before in previous episodes. Like, I'm like African-American, right? Mm-hmm. Like, my family, I believe my ancestors are from Africa, but my family's born in America. I knew great-grandmothers, like, I had three great grand out of my four great grandmothers. I knew all of them, and all of them were from America. Mm-hmm. Their mothers were from here, so it's like, yeah, I, yeah, probably got brought here from the continent. Exactly, you <laughs> get what I'm saying. So it's like I don't have like Caribbean roots, whereas yeah. you have Caribbean roots with your parents being born in Jamaica. Your oldest sister was born in Jamaica, yeah. right? So this cultural differences, right? We yeah. laugh about it all the time. Yeah, go check that episode out. What was the episode like? 12, I think, Cultural Collision. Cultural Collision might it's be hilarious. the funniest episode we've ever done. <laughs> um, but I think that when you're coming into a marriage, you have to come into it knowing that you're syncing yeah. and synchronizing your value system with another set of values. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And it's going to require not a tug of war, but a a, a meeting place of which one of which one of these value systems, which one of these elements of our value system actually helps our children the most? Right. Because how we were raised, it 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 can sometimes bring contention about m- marital agreement, right? Um and I think a lot of times arguments come from misaligned views of what we consider to be important. Time with the kids. How important is that to you? Or would you rather be outside getting money? Yeah. Right. Because you grew up broke. So getting money is a priority to you. So time with the kids is not on your mind. Whereas you, you might be like, well, this parent didn't spend as much time with me as I would have liked. So time is actually a much more valuable commodity. Whereas me providing for my family might be a more valuable commodity. It's it makes me feel more important. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But really, as I've said before, what we're doing is trying to correct something from our past and we have to know when we're in that space of trying to fix us little child us and not trying to help foster our own children for sure i totally agree because i think like you said the merging and the coming together and the synchronization is really important because it helps you kind of reflect on okay well what works for me in my childhood 
what didn't work for me and the same for you? And what elements can I take from your life's experiences and what elements can I take from my life's experiences and bring them together so that we can raise the best, um, you know, do the best job at parenting that we possibly right. can. You know what I mean? Um, but in addition to that, I think part of what contributes to making children uh or having the topic of children be a, a source of contention in, in relationships and marriages, it's not only how we raise our children and mm-hmm. what value systems we bring to parenting, but also um, considering have we idolized our kids to be more important than our than our partner or our our marriage? That's nasty. Like, yes, you Tell love me your children. Unpack you want that. to give them the best possible life you can. I didn't have this growing up, so I'm going to you know, ha- make these sacrifices and, and do X, Y, and Z to make sure my kids have what I didn't have. Or my parents did a great job in this area. So I'm going to make sure that I do the best I can to copy that and carry mm-hmm. that over into how I parent my kids. But at what expense? Like how much mm-hmm. are you putting too much into? And it sounds weird to say putting too much into parenting because you really want to give your kids as much of you as you can. Right. right you know what I mean? Right. But you is there also really a, a thin line that you walk in making sure that the energy and the time, the resources, all of that that you give to your kids is not at a deficit that your you know your marriage is not taking a hit. Mm, Where mm. my husband or my wife is not getting enough time with me because they're spending so much time with the kids. Like we went to the park, then the movies, then you know we cooked dinner together. Then I read them a bedtime story, and now I'm too wiped out to hang out with you at the end of the day. Right, right, right. Excuse Got me, you. y'all. Got Excuse you. me. It's like you all you want to make sure that you're balancing that really, really well. That your 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 kids are getting the best and the most of you, and your partner is getting the best and the most of you. And I think that can be kind of tricky if you're not intentional about it. Yeah. So I think the reason. What I'm hearing is the reason it 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 causes friction is one we like we don't have the same value system, right? Our value systems our value systems are not mirroring each other. Yeah. So the way I was raised and the way you were raised are differing so much that it's impacting what we think is the best for our child. Mm-hmm. But the second thing is an attention deficit. Yeah. I still matter. So it's remembering, what's that, fruit fly? Yeah, I think it's a (laughs) fruit I still see it. All right, I'm sorry. I'm bugging. Why am I waving in front of your face in the middle of shooting? (laughs) Y'all forgive us. Um, It's like, I still matter. And don't ever forget that I matter. And listen, we can't forget that our spouse matters because I'm with you. I think there is a thin line between attempting to optimize our children's success in life and their future and obsessing yeah. over our children's like like well-being overall. Right, <laughs> right. So I I do believe that we have to remember when your children grow up and have their own children, when your children grow up and go off to college, when your children grow up and Go start their business or randomly move across the country or say they want to study abroad, whatever. You know who you left with? Your spouse. You left with your spouse. So you can't try to give your children so much that it hurts your relationship. Yeah. That's when it becomes a point of contention. It's like, 
we need to be, and that's why I think your point and my point actually sync mm. well together. We need to be aligned about our value systems because then the time that you're giving them is the time I'm giving them. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So yeah, you're not only cooking with them. I'm cooking with them. We're cooking together or you're not like having dinner with them. And it's like, Oh, I'm exhausted. Right. And I don't have time for you. It's like, we're having dinner with them. Right. Yeah. And, and even if like, I'm not saying every single task has to be done together. That's like euphoric it's and impossible. <laughs> impossible. But what I am saying is, Hey, this Saturday, we all going to the museum. Whether you want to or not. <laughs> right. We, Family we, day. We, we, <laughs> we all about to sit at this table and play trouble. Right. Why? Because we've decided that some of that time can be collapsed yeah. so that we can have time for one another. And I'm going to be honest, they need to see how I treat you and need to see how you treat me yeah. because it serves as a model for them mm-hmm. for what they will live into yeah. and even exceed, but right. what they will like in some way or another. Okay, I think into. the fruit fly just laid it on my lip. It did. Oh my God. Oh, you killed it. There you go. Oh my God. Murderer! Murderer! Yeah. Murderer! Okay, I'm going to talk like this for the that episode because I don't want to stop shooting. It's on your lip. It's fine. You killed it. Okay. Yeah. It's but probably coming wanna... from a mango in our kitchen or something. Yeah. yeah it'll be fine. Um, And speaking of that, <laughs> Speaking of that, let me say this. Parents, I really think that our arguments and our communication gets a little better when we realize that we're we're meant to be examples. Yeah. And one of the things that we are trying to focus on this year is exemplifying more and explaining less. If we was in church, I would say, for my note takers, jot that down. <laughs> but exemplify more and explain less. We have a, a focus on how do we model more of what we are. Sorry. It's, but I got I got some on my face, too. What's the fruit fly? What is it? It's, I don't know, but it's right here. Get it for me. I'm getting it. Hold on. Y'all don't mind us. This, right, is, I got this it. is love. You got it? This right. is real rap raw. What? What? I don't know. <laughs> what did you just say? That was crazy. Real rap raw is wild. I'm just trying to blow like, you know, we. Let's just leave it alone. Let's leave it alone. I'm not even going to go there. I'm not trying to get in trouble. In trouble? Okay. Exemplify more and explain less. (laughs) I can't even do this seriously. What we mean by that is the focus is we don't have to talk as much if we show what we are trying to talk about. A lot more facts. It doesn't speak mean louder than words. Exactly. Yeah. It does. It doesn't mean that like you don't communicate with right, your kids or right. you don't explain to them why. Hey, don't touch a hot stove, right? Like it's not. It's not. I mean, you shouldn't have to. It's not. <laughs> it's not explaining. It's not not explaining everything, but it is saying you don't have to explain as much when you're actually living what you want them to. Yeah. Model because they'll they'll pick up those habits exactly. You know we're creatures of habit exactly exactly. So if something doesn't make sense to me, it doesn't have to make sense for me to see that it's working for mommy. Mommy seems okay. Like she she seems happy and stable without them understanding the concept of joy and stability. Right. Or daddy seems daddy's good. You know what I mean? What is he doing subconsciously that I know that I can copy? Absolutely. Like I, I don't need to say I don't need to keep saying every day. Stop throwing your coat on the couch when you walk in the house. If they see that I hang up my coat every yeah. time I walk on. But if I say that while I have a jacket sitting on the couch, it feels like crazy to be like, 
I told you I hang your coats up in your closet in your room, and it's like, and then they hang up their coats, and your coat is under their coat. Exactly, it's, like, it's wild, right? <laughs> like, so we're just trying to like, I don't have to explain that rationale to them that much when they just see us doing it. Yeah. So we're trying to ex- explain less, exemplify more. Um, so as it pertains to just disagreements, as it pertains to arguments, especially when it comes to children, we think that you truly, truly have to meet with your spouse and align on what are some of the values you're carrying in that you know are valuable and that have helped you develop into the person that you are. And how do we make sure we both are on the same page about that thing Right. when we're raising our kids? Right. Um, and yeah, and just be balanced about time. If you see one person spending too much time with the kid, hey, give them a break. Give them a break. Um, balance out the time if you're not able to do things with the, with the family together um, so that everybody has a fair share of the brunt of parenting because parenting is hard. It's weighty. Listen. It's, you know, I mean, it's, it's still, a beautiful it's thing. another baby. Yeah, you, you kind of wildin'. All right. All right. Go. I want to go lay down. All right. Speaking of go lay down, this episode is also brought to you by Rest by Lynn. Listen, I'm right now holding one of the most comfortable pillows I have ever, ever laid my head on. Ever. And I don't, I'm not saying this because this is a partnership. It's actually a partnership because I believe this is one of the most comfortable pillows I've ever laid on. Listen, Hit up restbylin.com. She's offering y'all a special discount only because y'all rocking with this functional family. So go to restbylin.com for all of your pillows. I'm talking, I'm talking. She got pillows. neck pillows. Yeah, neck pillows she for got when you're flying. Pillows. Couch pillows. She got floor pillows. Floor pillows. If you want to go on a picnic, the, the oversized jumbo joint. I mean, all the pillows, pillows galore. Y'all go to restbylin.com. She has a special code just for you, just for you for tuning in. T. FF15, all right? That stands for this functional family. So TFF15, and you're going to get 15% off any of your orders. I, I'm telling you, go. This is some of the best pillows you'll ever get. And they're beautiful, too. Beautiful. Just, so is, many different Kente fabric. This is, it's just beautiful. Right, rest by land. Peace. Uchi. Amanda, no. Or at least not now. Let me say so that. So when? Commit. No. Yes. Now. Commit to when we're having a baby in front of everybody on YouTube. So you have some accountability partners. Accountability partners? Millions for... of accountability partners. All right. What is one thing that your parents did for you that you are grateful for? I'm not for? answering you till you answer me. Hey, we could let the the, the tape roll out and run out of space on the memory card. I'll let y'all know how this goes. I'll follow up with y'all. Um, what's, ask me again. What is one thing that your parents did that you are grateful for? Okay, I'm going to do one from each parent. I'm grateful that my mom's like intentionally carved out time to be with us. So, you know, y'all y'all already know, like, my dad wasn't super emotionally connected to us. Um, he was, like, physically present, but really emotionally absent. So, like, on Valentine's Day, um, I'm the youngest of three girls. So my mom was really um, big on making sure that we felt loved and appreciated as, like, girls. So, like, I just remember, like, on Valentine's Day, she would cook dinner for us and light candles. And Oh, um, Mommy Sonia's so sweet. <laughs> mom, I th- my mom was really intentional about, like, doing stuff to let us know that she loved us. 
because I guess, you know, she knew that my dad wasn't really, that wasn't his strong suit. Okay. And for my dad, I think I'm appreciative that indirectly he showed how to, or the the necessity of saving money. Like mm. anytime I needed something financially, I always went to my dad because I knew that he was always putting money away. He was such a frugal man mm. that he would go without a lot to make sure that he was, you know, putting a certain amount of his 401k or his savings account. And he didn't know about like credit cards and credit and how to really invest money and stuff like that. But he was really intentional with the knowledge that he had about money. Mm. All right. Your turn. That's good. That's good. Are you closer to your mom or your dad? Ooh, that's tough. My mom is at the house right now, hanging with her grandbabies as we shoot this. I feel like saying dad would be a slap in her face. I don't know if she can hear me right now. Um, no, all those aside, I'm gonna do a sim- I'm gonna take a similar route that you took with your question. I actually think I'm like closer with both of them for different things. Okay. So I think um my dad is a pastor um by profession, and he's been since I was three years old. So I think that I'm a lot closer with him when it comes to spiritual conversations. Like it's just easier to slip into like a biblical conversation or talk. And my dad is also like super duper funny. So like the man is nuts. (laughs) Yeah, making jokes with him. Oh man, it's just like so easy to do. Whereas my mom is funny too. Don't get it twisted. My dad is more like in like naturally personal like personality funny whereas my mom is like crack jokes like she can think about something and it'll be funny yeah right whereas my dad is more like personality funny like his presence (laughs) can make you laugh like like that right so like i'm closer with him in terms of like making jokes about our favorite shows and stuff like that yeah um with my mom i think with like more serious and intimate conversations i'm close i'm actually closer with her Mm -hmm. so i think i'm closer to them for different reasons but listen as a black man was raised with both of his parents. I'm grateful for both of them, man, being in my life and um, being active and being caring, being present. You know what I'm saying? What are you slipping into right now? What, pause. Shout, What's out this? To, shout out to my parents, man. Shout out to my parents. Listen, y'all, don't be letting your kids be the reason y'all fighting. <laughs> and don't be fighting in front of the kids. Yeah, Point that's blank, another thing. Period. This episode brought to you by Free okay, Souls yep. Clothing. Don't you ever forget. Feel me? We ain't rocking it today. Man, they got the Supreme sweater on. It's kind of fire. Yo, let me, rest in peace right, to Kobe. Rest in peace to Gigi. Rest in peace to every other passenger. Um, it was three years ago. It's crazy. Three years already. Three years ago. That's Yeah, that's kind of wild. Three years ago yesterday that Kobe Bryant. Whew, don't let me get emotional. I cried for about a week straight. Um, but yeah, so I just had to rep and show some love for number eight and number 24. And number two for Gigi, flying high. All right. Listen, y'all check out our sponsors. Get some clothes. Get some pillows from them. We love y'all. Thanks for the support. Oh, hit the cash app. Y'all see the cash app on the screen? Like, subscribe, subscribe, share. Yeah, so into our vision. We want to do some really big things this year, expand what we're doing, reach more people, impact more people, um, marriages, families, children. We have a big vision, and we just love y'all in advance, and thank you in advance. And if you can't donate, just share the information. Facts. Um, For those that don't know, because you didn't watch our last episode, we are trying to turn Dysfunctional Family to a full-out network. So- 
We need your help. We need your support. We ain't beggars because we're going to keep doing our thing. We're going to make it but do what it do. We're going to appreciate you. With or without if you. If you sow seed in a good soil, all right? Would be Much love. Peace.